You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzzers. Big as for doing, and today... Nick Perdue and myself, Thaddeus Massey, are doing the 17th episode of the first season of CBS's Vegas, starring Dennis Quaid. Yeah, And Michael Chiklis, Sarah Jones. Who else is on this show? Some more people. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Trinity. You guys might know her as Trinity from the Matrix series. This episode is called Hollywood Ending. Yes, it is. And I think it's properly named... <laughs> you guys watched this episode this week. Uh, the season has only gotten better. I'm still disappointed about the time change. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, this, the episodes have only improved as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And the story is just getting hotter and is heating up. Even the intro has improved. They even changed what? the intro. Yeah, 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 and man. the intro is hot. They are doing everything now. They're dude, pulling all the stops. Dude. Bro. Dude. Time slot change. Change it back. It was at 8 o'clock. Put it, 8 o'clock on Tuesday. Put it back to Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so this Hollywood skim, Hollywood skim, Hollywood this, this, it is called Hollywood ending, but this, this skim investigation mm-hmm. with- uh, It's gone federal. It's gone federal, and they got burned back. Yeah. Burn is back. This hard-nosed agent. Just you when know. you thought you got rid of him, they brought mm-hmm. him right back in. Him and, and the comb-over. It was really funny. Him and the comb-over. He's actually not a bad-looking dude. I didn't say anything about him. Right. I looked. I said he has a comb-over. He, well, he does have a comb-over. <laughs> but the guy is back in town, yeah. and he's here to wreck shop. I don't think he even left, though, to be honest with you. I think he just stayed in town. You think he gambled and went to some strip clubs oh, and, and, did, and did his thing? It's Vegas. Okay, well, here's the thing about Burn. Burn... Byrne is always looking to catch the bigger fish on a federal level. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, the reason there is an FBI, you, you have because you have to look out for the betterment of the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it on that scale, like the Federal Bureau of Investigation is not the local sheriff's department for a reason. Yeah. It's like, so Jack should, he shouldn't, as far as I'm concerned, I don't, I don't believe he should be so butthurt about the feds coming in. He He should aid them more, be more apt, and take the lead and actually be the guy who solves and busts excuse me, busts the mob on a federal federal level instead yeah. of wanting to bring everything down to like a small time. A but, small, but, that, that's what it seems like it, it's like. But you know, Jack has a, has a conflict of interest though with, with, with Mia. Yeah. So. But that has nothing to do with Ralph helping burn and taking credit for Getting credit for making a federal bust or having a, a federal case actually 
I just, I, you know, I, I think, I think Ralph likes, likes to, you know, have a handle on, on everything. So, you know, when it goes to that federal level, it gets out of his hands and it's like, he can only assist and he's not the one calling the shots and leading the, leading the charge, you know? So that's, that's what I think his, his bait, you know, his, his big thing is, but when it is for the betterment of the town and, you know, for, cause they're essentially going after the same guy, you know, they're going right. after, after the same thing. And, you know, the feds have a bigger, wider net that, that they can toss and they can really, you know, they have more jurisdiction in what they can really do. You know what I mean? So, but Ralph, of course, feels like, cause I think he has a little personal vendetta against, against, um, um, Agent Byrne. No, 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 against against Vincent. So, well, I think. Well, here, here's the thing. It seems as if he's more concerned about getting bringing Vincent down than the whole mob. The whole mob, which yeah. the feds are interested in pulling down the whole Chicago crime syndicate, yeah. not yeah. just Vincent Savino, because Vincent is he's not run. He doesn't run everything. If he ran everything, they'll be bringing the skim to himself. Yeah, he'd be keeping it. He has to send the skim back home. Yeah, just. Because he's working for other people. Only pe- only thing he runs is that the Savoy casino. crime family. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing he runs. So he has to he has to finagle. Vincent has to dip and dive and you know, as as we know from the whole Johnny Rizzo situation. And speaking about Johnny Rizzo <laughs> His wife is in town. Oh his Mia's his baby mama, mama. His, yeah, his, his, yeah, his baby, baby mama, mama. Yeah. Johnny's baby mama. But yeah. what's funny is you see this hot young, or I would say I wouldn't say hot young. She's like a milf, like a she's cougar. A, yeah, she's a, she's a very sexy, seductive older woman who who you plays know. that role. Do we? I've seen her in so many so she many was, projects. She was on Entourage because she remember she she played uh, the man who who plays Barry Silver's uh, like on Entourage. She played his wife. Barry Silver, yeah, the guy who plays Barry Silver. Uh-huh. They were on Entourage together. Remember, because he uh, was the head of head of, uh, yes. of a movie studio yes. there too. Yes, so she yes. Played his wife. I'll, I'll get names and everything, but okay. that's that's what you know. Okay, well, she's she'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, whatever your name is, we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, sexy older cougar, you. She's gorgeous, and she has she was perfectly cast for this role. Definitely was. Um, you know what's funny? Hmm. As soon as she got. Out of the car, walked in to the casino. I said, "That's Mia's mama." I knew that was no, Mia's was, mother. It was it was good casting. I knew it was her. Yeah, I was, was like, "That's was Mia's mother." Casting. She just had too much swag. Yeah. She was like Mia twenty years from now. Yeah, like her whole swag, how she walked in, like she ran the place. I was like, "Who?" I was like, "That's Mia's mom." That's the only. I was like, "That has to be that's Mia's mother." I just knew it. Sorry, I went off on a tangent about how I knew that was Mia's mom, but anyway. We find out that it's Mia's mom, and she has this Sharon Stone casino-esque thing going on in <laughs> in the Savoy with all these high rollers, these these ballers that are in there, and they're tipping. She even teaches a couple of them how to tip because a couple of them are cheap. Yeah. It's always the cowboys that are cheap. It's like the oil guys. Well, you know, because cause they're, like, they're, they're new money. Hey, let me tell you guys something. You oil guys <laughs> that are getting a bad rap on this show that are big spenders and big ballers down in Texas— Call 424-256-1729, 424-256-1729. You guys, you know, hit me up. We'll go out, and I'll be happy to spend all your money and show <laughs> show uh, everybody how cheap you guys are not because you don't roll like that. But maybe it was like that in 1960. I don't know. Melinda Clark is her name. 
Melinda Clark. Yes. She's gorgeous and she's a very talented actress or actor, I yeah. should say. She's very talented and her performance was flawless. Um, it was really funny as far as the character is concerned, how nobody knew who she was. And then next thing you know, she's hooking up with Vincent yeah. in their, his room, I guess. And she didn't know who I thought that she knew who he was. I did too. And when he's getting dressed after they do their thing, yeah, she's like, "You gotta go so soon." And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to run this place." And she was like, "Wait a minute, you run this? <laughs> like you run?" So she's just hooking up with a random guy. She thought he was. He thought, but he, but and it, because because he didn't didn't know that that she was Mia's mother either. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't know who she was. I think they so, just so they they did sparks just flew, <laughs> and then sparks flew. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? He, then he shot up the club. But you know what's funny? That happens in Vegas stays in Vegas thing. It's not a good thing if you live in Vegas. Yeah, because everything just <laughs> yeah, everything happens just all stays your, there. All your dirt sticks to your city. It sticks to you. Yeah, yeah. So it's only good if you get to go back home somewhere. So remember that for you. Vegas natives that have to stay in Vegas because everything stays in Vegas. So let's talk about Dixon and Yvonne who go to Hollywood to pursue this Hollywood dream. At Silver Studios. Silver Studios. Now what, because I was looking, I was like, they look like Paramount a little bit. Like they they modeled that off after After the Paramount Paramount gate, right? I believe they did. I believe it was the Paramount lot. It looked like the Paramount lot. Yeah, that's that's that. I was I was just what it looked like to me. I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, like one like the, like the smaller side gate or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Dixon's on his way to go see Violet. To go surprise her. To go surprise the love of his life, sweep her off of her feet while taking Yvonne to her audition at Capitol Records. That Tommy Stone. Or did Tommy Stone hook that up, or did she yeah. hook it up based on just the connections that she made from Tommy Stone? No, I think I think Tommy Stone hooked it up, and so like she like followed up with it, and then you know, okay, and that's how they, okay and that's how they yeah okay so she has a, a meeting at Capitol Records, and they are not able to get on the lot. It was so funny him being a sheriff's deputy. He rolls up and just thinks he's going to get on the lot. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, but he didn't say he didn't actually drop the fact that he was a sheriff or anything. He was like no. Oh, I, I'm coming to see Violet Rola. <laughs> Does she know you're coming? He's like, no, I'm here to surprise her. And he's like, okay, I want you to go on up, <laughs> make, a make, a, make a U-turn, and then go out the exit sign. It's like, wow, like that, huh? So he he's just the bright idea of he has to, they have to find a way to they get on. Sneak on the lot. Sneak on the lot. Man. So I don't know what costume he put on or it was a, It was an astronaut costume. He put on the astronaut costume? Yeah. And then I guess... Uh, he was going to go hook up with Violet. Violet sees him. They go in the room. Yvonne wasn't going to go until they saw the security guy coming. Yeah. And she goes in the room with him or whatever. And Violet was less than thrilled to see Dixon. I think she was more, like, startled that he was there. She's like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing here? You know? It was kind of weird. She went all Hollywood on him already. See? <laughs> basically. Even in 1960, someone went all Hollywood. Yeah, because was one, she wasn't expecting him. So it was totally un- unexpected. And then so, because, you know, she already had, you know, things set up. And so, like, this is probably, she's only probably been back in Hollywood for, like, three or four days. Right. You know, it was, everything was very quick. Right? Right. So, you know, now all of a sudden you get Dixon coming in with some woman who she has no idea who this, who this woman is. Right. Right? 
And, you know, he's like, hey, I'm here to see you. We're going to spend some quality time. And she's like, okay, but, you know, what's in his office is like, right? Like, this is his studio. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, so it's, it's kind of like it wasn't the best circumstances for him to just pop up and say, hey, let's hang out for the day. Well, they, have, they eventually ended up posing as boyfriend and girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, they, they had to because, because Barry Silver, you know, as, as they were leaving, you know, Barry Silver was like, hey, why don't you come to the little shindig that we're having in my house tonight? Right. You know? Right. And then, so, and th- this is your girlfriend, right? As he was, you know, referring to Yvonne. Right. And she was like, yeah, I'm his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really, really funny. Yeah. And, by the way. And, and so, you know, they, they it went to the, uh, to the, to the little shindig and, and things got a little, uh, Got a little extra marital. Got a little extra. <laughs> I mean, they dip away to the cabana. Yeah. And Yvonne goes and starts performing with the guy who's performing, who's supposed to be yeah. the next Desi Arnaz. I forget he, what, his, what his name was, but she was saying that like, this is like her grandma's favorite singer. And she was like, oh, my God. You know, she was a little starstruck. Yeah, she was. You know. I don't think she groupied out, but she was a no, little. She, she appreciated it. You know, yeah. and she got up there and she sang. And, and she did her thing. And then Barry recognized her talent. He did. And he recognized the fact that she can sing. Yeah. <laughs> So he gives her an audition for 3 o'clock the next day. Uh-huh. He says, come by the office. Come by the office. Yep. And I, and, and, I mean, I mean is, it, is, it, is it more of an audition or more of a of, of a casting couch session? Like, that's... I mean, we saw what it was. Yeah. It was a, it was a it casting was, desk. Yeah. Or a casting chair. I didn't see any couches in there. But, yo, I mean, that was no bueno. That situation, but you know, I'm I'm glad that they kind of showed that side because, like, that's really what happens in Hollywood. I mean, probably not not, not, not to I, that effect. Not everybody goes through that. Not everybody, but it happens. It happens. Yeah, I mean, that happens on a lot of jobs. Actually, that's not even in Hollywood. In Hollywood, not yeah. even a Hollywood or a performer position. A lot of people go through stuff away from the profession mm. or away from the office to garner. That titles position and that position exactly uh, it happens a lot you want to raise right <laughs> so do i so <laughs> you want to yeah. raise right so do i it is like it's, anyway. it's 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 terrible but you know some people have to it's bad have to go through but you know it can be bad so let's jump over to back to to vincent introducing and finding out that lena is mia's mother well yeah. he actually you know, when they introduce each other or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you know, she's, Lena Rizzo is dead. He's like, oh, I'm not dead. Yeah. You know? And I guess she convinces him. And then, you know, of course, Vincent does his due diligence, mm. finds out that she just was, would come around every so often, but she was alive. That is her, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It seems as if, you know, when he introduces her to Mia, Mia was really, Mia is a cold B.I.T., I mean, she she is yeah. she's dealing with a lot of pain and hurt right now. She I has mean, thick her, skin now. Yeah, her dad is dead. killed by the man that she loves, and she feels deceived and betrayed. On top of that, a lot of mixed feelings. Doesn't know what to think. Don't know. You know, her perception of the world is probably like really screwed up. Besides the fact that she just she really had a a really rotten dad and a really square boyfriend, and yeah. all that's intermingled now. Yeah, it's like well, now because of how my dad went out. It's not like he got shot up in the in the line of business, like by another crew, another you know another mob family. You know you expect that. It's like 
Now her dad doesn't look as bad as he did, <laughs> even though he's dead and he was a yeah. douchebag. And her boyfriend, who did the killing and deceived her and lied to her about it, is not looking like such a square guy. So mm-hmm. now she, it's like she doesn't really know what to think or how to think. And I really, I can, you know, I can feel me on this. And I understand, like, why she's being cold. I think she's going to loosen up in a little bit. And I think potentially, and this is obviously a little prediction, I think she's going to loosen up to towards Jack and soften up because of her mother. I think her mother, she's going to get close to her mother. Because as you saw, the relationship start to... Starts to... I mean, but, but you know, upon that that first meeting, let's, let's get back to that first meeting. Yeah. You know, she was she was like, you're not my mother. You know, right. she brought she brought pictures and birth certificates and stuff like that. You know, to to prove you know that she is who she says she is. Right. You know, and then you know they had a nice little exchange, and you know, she, you know, she said that my mother left me when I was two, and you know, we thought, and then died shortly after. Right. But you know, if you are who you say you are, uh-huh. you uh-huh. didn't you didn't call, you didn't write any letters, you didn't do anything, and you're what kind of mother alive. does that? Yeah. But at the same time. It's like she appeals to her senses, like, you know who your dad was, right? You know how your dad, oh. pretty much, that pretty much was the tone of the conversation that she had to use in order for her to appeal to me. And me and know her, knew her dad better than anybody. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, dang, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, uh, Vincent does his due diligence, finds out that, yeah, your mom came around every couple of years to see you, but Johnny wasn't having it. Yeah. So what can she say now? She really, she really can't she say can't, Mia can't say anything. It's like, can't. I know my dad was a D-bag. I know he was like one of the roughest, toughest gangsters. And I know he was very, very extremely intimidating. And when she, when when Lena said that your dad said he would kill me, that's believable. Yeah. Because he probably would. Just like he took out the the actress. He got yeah. her high on heroin or whatever. Uh, what was her name? De- Debbie Diamond or something like that? Desmond. Desmond. Diane right. Desmond. Diane, Diane, Diane Desmond. So he, he killed her. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very believable. That he would have her killed or kill her himself, whatever. Yeah. So she only came around like every couple of years to try to see her daughter. And I like how she even approached Mia like, look, I'm no, she said, I'm no mother. Yeah. She's not even trying to fake the funk. Like yeah. I haven't lived the life. I haven't bonded with you like a mother should, oh. you know, but John, you know, basically Johnny's gone now and I want to know you and I want you to know me. Like, I think she's. It was in, you know, between a rock and a hard place. It's a hard situation well, to be in. And, and also, too, because, you know, like, she essentially is probably, like, the only family that she has left. Right. You know, right. And, and, and so, you know, she she really came to say, you know, let you know that you're not alone. Right. You know, that I'm still here. Right. You know, and, and we can probably form something, some type of bond, some type of relationship. Right. You know, after I know I've been gone for the, the past 20 some odd years or whatever. Right. But, you know, we can, you know, start now and you know build you know build up to, build from build yeah. to, for the future and, and see what how we can actually come together as mother and daughter or as friends as, or as family as, as just as, as relatives as, as relatives yeah. as family and have each other's back and support one another i like the situation that happened where the person that uh they had one of their customers and i guess he was a gambler the high roller from Texas. Yeah, and he was like missing what, what was fifteen thousand, fifteen grand, yeah. or whatever. And then she went ahead and five thousand dollars, three five thousand dollars chips, chips. <laughs> missing, three five thousand dollars. I'll be upset too. I can owe me. A, I can. I can start up a whole new new oil rig in nineteen sixty. Yeah, for fifteen thousand. Yeah, man, maybe five of, maybe half a dozen, <laughs> especially if you're paying a, a dime for a cup of coffee. Anyway, so. <laughs> 
So Mia gives the guy fifteen thousand dollars, three five thousand dollars chips. You know, Mark put a marker under yeah. my name, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. So she rummages through her mother's things in her room, finds the money in the drawer. The mother finds her, going through the stuff, and she says, "Look, uh, I'm a thief." You know, I'm not. Well, she basically says, "Look, I work for myself." Yeah. The difference between me and what you do and what I do is, I work for me, and you work for. You got to answer for the guys back in Chicago. Yeah. Who will sell you out? Who will sell you out and don't have your back? Yeah. And Mia knows this. Yeah. So the things that her mother is saying to her is are not preachy, or she's not trying to come at her like I'm your mother. You have to respect me, but you got to respect her. Yeah. She's still alive. And making money. And making money. <laughs> and she's brought all the high rollers to the Savoy. Yeah. So she says that guy was jipping me out of what he naturally should have gotten paid for helping yeah, him win his, or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Her, her percentage. Her, her percentage. So yeah. she was now, taking what's hers. What I think is interesting, because this is a thought that just crossed my, my head as I was watching this, when... Um, you know, uh, Lena and Vincent were in the casino walking, you know, and was telling them about the high rolls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, she could become one of those VIP hosts, right. you know, who brings in the high rollers to the Savoy. Well, you know, that's an interesting thought. I didn't think about that. And one of the things that I think why that may not happen is because she's independent. But they 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 have independent. Well, like now I know, like now in Vegas, there's independent VIP hosts that no, work at different. No, no, there are. They might have got that idea from someone like her. Yeah. But as far as Lena is concerned, she doesn't need the Savoy. She doesn't because the guys that she brings in, she brought them in on her own. Yeah. And then she takes her cut and pockets it herself. If she was to put herself in a position where she would have to depend or wait on getting paid, like paychecks by the Savoy, yeah, that would put her in a a less powerful position and she doesn't need them to do that. They mm-hmm. actually needed her to bring that, those people. I mean, they, I'm sure they have business already, but yeah, she's bringing the high rollers. She is. So that's making them more money. So yeah. it's better for them to cater to her, like serve her, give her a free room. If she wants to stay there, give her whatever she, whatever accommodation she needs because mm-hmm. she's bringing money and with, with those accommodations equal money. So it doesn't really suit her. It, it suits them to keep her happy. That's true. But I think she's going to stay there because she wants to keep Vincent happy because Vincent's <laughs> making her happy right now. Aren't you, Vinny? And then, I mean, you know, also because it is like a weird kind of kind of relationship because I, I think that, that, that Mia doesn't necessarily want her to leave yet either. No, she doesn't. You know what I mean? So, so She wants to so get to know her. Yeah, so there's another reason for her to stick around besides just, you know. Vincent. Well, it was really funny when Vincent shows up and Mia's leaving after she confronts her about the 15 grand. And she says, oh, I have to tell Vincent about that. And then the door, there's a knock on the door and she's like, oh, that's Vince. That's him right. That should be him right there. (laughs) And she's like, what? And then she opens the door and then Vince's like, oh, hi. Are you joining us? Are you joining us for dinner? Or what's going on? Right? So Mia figures it out quick. Like, oh, she's already giving this dude the the, the tail. The tail feather. I'm like, what? Oh. oh, I tell Vincent, what's Vincent going to do? Vincent's going to say, oh, yeah, give her another 15 grand. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Vincent's going to do. So, I mean, what, what am I going to say? Okay, so that's the situation. That's, that's the stakes I'm dealing with right now. Oh. That's what's really going on. Okay, so, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but did anybody else think about the fact that Vincent's married? 
got kids back somewhere. I but, thought but, about it. But, but I thought about the fact that Vince has got a family. I know. I I thought about it too. But I'm thinking, okay, because that's the first thing I thought about. To be honest with you, and as hot as Lena is, he's got a hot wife. But okay, but but here's here's the thing. Like when we first were introduced to Lena, and then you know, like how you know Vincent and her had the little uh, back and forth, and yes. then they snap, and they're in his room, and they're you know doing what they're doing. I'm thinking, okay, like she's a mistress of his that he's had. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I thought initially. And then, yeah. And then, so we come to find find out that they had no idea who, you know, each other's are. So she just may become a new mistress. Right. So. Maybe she will. Maybe she'll become his girlfriend. Or his girlfriend. I mean, he doesn't have to worry about Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, Mia would be like a stepdaughter, so to speak. That's going to get real convoluted, though. Especially when they find out. When the cons- when the whole conspiracy of how he set jo- uh, Jack up mm. to kill, yeah. excuse me, to kill Johnny, how that came all from it's gonna get exciting <sighs> from Vincent. You know what's 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 also messed up. It, I don't like the fact that his wife isn't there when she was the one trying to set the whole situation up to begin with to to get to get Johnny to out get of his Johnny. hair. Yeah. No pun intended, since he doesn't have any hair. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So now he ended up doing it himself. And it's like, well, why did you get rid of your wife? Like your wife was having your back. Yeah. And she was, she was, she was good for the team. Right. She was great for the team. She came up with all kinds of things. I just think that was a major mistake. I'm going to go back to it. I've been saying it all season long. Vincent, you made a mistake. Sending your wife home. Your wife was the best weapon that you had, bro. And now you're out here butt naked, uh, all alone in the desert, trying to be a boss. I mean, you are a boss, but you're still trying to be a boss at the same time because you're still have to answer to people back home in Chicago. Yeah. So now Mia is his second in command. Vincent's a smart guy, but he's making some really stupid mistakes. I feel, and it starts off with that. But let's get back to Dixon and Yvonne at this party. And I guess they gave a shout out to all the paparazzi because one of the paparazzi got beat up at the party <laughs> for taking pictures at a Hollywood party. See, it's uh, been going on for generations. Uh, and I guess they don't look at, well, I'll take a couple of bruises. The bruises are heal, but I'll still have the money from the magazine who pays me for the picture. But I think, didn't they break his camera though too? I think so. So, see? He yeah, got, they beat him up pretty bad. He got beat up and no money now. Now, you know what's really funny uh. is they were beating him up and Yvonne was like, oh my gosh, he's getting beat up. And to me, I would have been like, oh, he's a paparazzi. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, but I was going to be like, oh, he's on private party. She doesn't know his, you know. He's on private property. I mean, she could hear him say, you got taking pictures of the party. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. So, but she's not used to the culture. She's Yeah, she's from, you know, she's a from totally different town, totally different Podunk, city, totally Nevada. different. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, this is all brand new to her. That's why it was kind of, it was really a culture shock. It was a culture shock, you're right. You know? And so, like, looking at her face, she's like, oh, my God, like, this is what they do out here. Like, this is no joke. Like, like Hollywood is a beast. Right. You know? And, right. You and the- again, once Amy Garcia comes in here, we're going to see if she can bust a couple of notes for us <laughs> because she was really singing her butt off at that party. If yeah. that was really her, I was really, really impressed by that. Yeah. So uh, they, she goes to the, to the audition. But okay, but be, before she goes to the audition, you see Dixon and Violet, you know, sneak away. At the cabana. And the cabana. And we talked about that. They're making out or whatever while Violet is performing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. okay, okay and then okay. the paparazzi gets beat up. Okay. Okay. So let's jump to she the goes, audition. The audition. She goes to the audition. The audition. The, 
audition. And see, I I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. He had it all figured. He was like, he, yeah. you know, Barry knew what was going on. He was like, look, I know Dixon's not really your boyfriend, and blah blah. blah. He said, I know that he wants to hook up with Violet. He knew the whole game. Yeah, but this guy is married with his own family and everything anyway. So he looks at these actresses like they're toys. Yeah, he's just having fun. They're like all for recreation for him. And like, yeah, I'll make this one a star. I'll make this one a star. I throw this one in a movie. Throw that one in a movie. Like whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever as far as he's concerned. If he was smart, so you own a studio. You know, it, yeah. right now, if he was like, if he was liking to have fun with these girls or whatever, his old stank hairy self or whatever, he should have befriended a young Dixon and had him maybe hired him or something, took him under his wing and they could have, you know, he could have had some fun that way. Because, you know, the girls don't want to, they don't like you, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, you know, he's, he's Barry, in, no. He's, he's in no, that, he, Barry. he's in that position of power. You know, and, and so that's what it was. You know, so like he's selling the dream. Let me tell and you something. If you, you can't, really want to be an actress, this you is all you got to do. The one thing you can't pay for, you can't pay somebody to like you. You can you pay can't. somebody to say yes, but you can't pay somebody to like you. You're absolutely right. I don't care how much money you got. They'll take your money. They'll say yes all day. But the inside, you will never really know. Yeah, I mean, they like you or not, but but I don't even think that he like wanted them to like him. Like I just, yeah, he. I don't like, think he, he cares. He's yeah, a slime he's, ball. He's literally just just there, just to you know, just to exploit, just to get some and make make more movies and blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Okay, so let's talk about the DA, who's a slime bucket and a half. <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. Avocado. We're, 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 actually, I don't want to leave you guys hanging on the on the whole audition process with with Yvonne. So Yvonne goes to the audition. And she's in awe. She sees a picture of Mussolini. She sees all the trophies yeah, and, you know, the Emmys, the Academy Awards exactly. and this and that. She brings something to perform. Yeah. Like she's, like, prepared she's to sing for him. and audition. audition. She's wondering, like, where everybody else is, like, casting directors and producers. And right. Like that. And he says, no, 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 it's just. The only person you need to audition for or worry about is me. Yeah. And then he puts the moves on her. Was it really moves or was it, was it really, like, pressure? Well, he put the moves on her kind of at first. They were kind of weak moves, but that was his version of moves. And she, of course, was like, uh, I think I'm going to go. And he grabs, he's like, oh, you like it rough, huh? And he starts smacking her around. Yeah. She has to hit him over the head with a crystal vase or something. And it's like, wow. Yeah, and we, he, he, he called I expect, her I was a like, Spanish B word. What do you say, Lil Puta or something? Yeah. Something crazy like that? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. But no, but see, because I think it was interesting on how, you know, he asked her what her nationality was, and she said, oh, I'm Mexican. Right. And he says, I like uh, Italians better, or something like that. Right. He said, in this town, you'll be Italian. Yeah. Yeah. It's he, like, he said, dang, you, like, really? You work for, for me, because he said, remember, Rita Hayworth, you know, like, he gave, like, some crazy Mexican name. Right. And then he was like, that's the same person. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So he was basically saying you can't be who you are in this town. Yada, exactly. Yada, yada, which is really funny because um, I remember watching movies with my dad that were like really, really old movies. And like a lot of roles that were like uh, Native American characters or African-American characters were often portrayed by Caucasians mm. and they were just put on makeup. Yeah. They weren't played by someone of that is from uh, that right, ethnicity from that ethnicity yeah. so you're like wow that's wow is that person i mean i used to sound like why is that white person wearing makeup like i used to think about that when i was but they were actually supposed to be playing yeah 
that character. Yeah. You know, but that's just the way it was back then. It just goes to show you how far we've come. Thank you, God. But it's really interesting that he was opting for her to be an Italian as opposed to just just being Mexican. It just shows yeah. you a sign of the times and what things were like or whatever. I think it's really sad that Yvonne is chasing this guy. Or No, nah, she's not chasing him. She just has an affinity towards him, a strong affinity for Dixon. And Dixon's naturally a good guy, but he's a ladies, he, he's a ladies man. And yeah, he's a ladies killer. He's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think she's, I think she's too good for Dixon. That's just personally, she's, I think she's... She's hotter than what he deserves, and she's, you know... She's a little Nick Purdue. I don't know. I'm just, you know... Wait a minute. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, she goes to pack up her bags. Dixon and Violet come, come in the room. Which was kind of weird because the room on the outside didn't have any didn't have, have any any uh, doorknobs on the outside of the door, which I thought was kind of odd. On the bedroom door? Yeah, I didn't notice that. I noticed like, it was a little weird. Maybe that's how it was back then. The decor. Maybe it was a, was it an open door or was it a sliding door? No, it was like a regular open swinging door. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that Violet just happened to be there as it well. Was a little weird, yeah. But they see that she's been slapped around or whatever, and. Now it's like Dixon to the rescue. I loved how Dixon popped up at the house. <laughs> and the way he was punching this yeah. guy, he was laying into this dude. I mean, he wasn't just, he didn't box this guy. It wasn't a fight. No, he beat no. his behind. Yeah. Like, he beat he him. He wiped the floor with him. Dude, he beat him. The way yeah. he was he was laying into this dude. Yeah. And he deserved it. He did. I mean, but we see next week, you know, coming up that something's going to happen with Violet accusing Dixon of beating, beating her. her. Which is yeah. probably what happened as a result of, of Dixon. Dixon beating Barry. Yeah. So he probably slapped Violet around. Your boyfriend beat me up, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm beating you up. And then you're going to say that yada, yada, yada. Obviously, that's obviously what the storyline is about next week. But it's still good enough to want to watch because it, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle the situation. And uh, yeah, some, some L.A. Hollywood thugs are going to come out to Vegas and have a showdown with Ralph. And It's crazy the amount of leverage that Barry Silver has. You know, like being in the position that he's in, and I think like like this really is probably the the biggest thing because you know you have these these, these young women with these hopes and, and these dreams, and you know all their life all they wanted to do or be was be in show business. Mm-hmm. You know, and Barry Silver says, "Listen, I can make you a star. All you gotta do is X, Y, and Z." You know, and then so if anything, it's more like X, X, and X. Either way. <laughs> if anything, you know, is to conflict with them doing X, Y, and Z or X, X, and X, mm-hmm. then, you know, he can be like, I'll just make sure you never work in this town again. Right. You know, That's like, true. and, and, and as literally, like, I can make one phone call and you're blacklisted. Go back to Kansas, go back to Iowa, go back to Kentucky, wherever you're you're from, right. you know, and go be a waitress or whatever for the rest of your life. Like, that's that's really where he's at. He has that much leverage, and we already know he's a dirty dude with the wife and, and kids. And, yeah, you know what I mean? He's a dirty guy. It sucks. Which is nuts. Yes, yeah, it's horrible that Barry Silver exists at all. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, I was just thinking about that. I was like, that's really like just, and you know, and what he's going to do this next episode, like how we can construct this frame on Dixon, you know what I mean? And this girl's still like going through with it. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll save that for next week. Right, right, right. Yeah. Next week's episode is going to be really good as well. So 
let's jump on over to the DA who <laughs> fakes his kidnapping. Fakes his own kidnapping. Yeah, with this with with this guy. Now here here's the thing. I guess, and this is what I enjoyed, you know, early on in the episode, you know, where uh, Catherine, the ADA, she was, you know, going through some some files, you know, yeah. and this uh, the uh, the DA yeah. was named uh Reynolds, you know, he walked in, he was like, Oh, you know, you're still here, I thought you were left. You know, she's like, Oh, I was going through a couple things, right. you know, like you know, so she was looking at some stuff, you know, we're gonna bring the feds in on this. Right. And he was like, Wait a minute. The feds. <laughs> you know, she was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I talked talk to Rob and Jackie and we feel that's the best thing. You know, we they might have them. information on yeah. what the avocado is yeah. and we don't know what the avocado is. Blah, exactly. blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then he was like, what, what? The avocado. <laughs> you know, so like he knows he's about to get got. Yeah. You know? So he has to set some up and, and with a quickness. Yeah, and that's the thing. And why not take the skim? He should take the skim and bounce. Get out of town. He has money. He should have. That's enough money for him to like go to Mexico or somewhere, Iceland or something. I don't and, know. And, Switzerland. And, and, do, and, and, and live, do Invest something. in some business and yeah. learn the little native language, native tongue there, and, and live there for happily ever after. Yeah. But he's sloppy. Well, I don't think it was just that he was sloppy. I don't think he did it soon enough. He should have did it like probably two skims ago. Oh. Well, no, but, but it, it was it was it, he was he was rushed though too. That's true. You know what I mean? Because like if if he had the proper amount of time, then to really construct and orchestrate a plan, yeah. then he could have got away with it. Probably. You know, and what he mean? probably would have been done. But then Ralph Ralph foiled his plans. Yeah. Showed up at, at the bank. At the bank. Why? Right after he's made his withdrawal. His withdrawal. Yeah. His, his 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 escape money. So he can go live wherever, elsewhere, and beyond. And now they have to fake the fake kidnapping <laughs> and send, you know, Vincent knows something's fishy. When they find him in that yeah. motel room, yeah. he knows something's fishy. He's just about to take Lena out, on, you know, for a night. We're probably going to have dinner or whatever. And his henchman comes over and is like, look, we found the guy. But You know, by the way, what happened to his other guy? Oh, I don't know. Remember, remember him? Yeah. What happened to him? Contract negotiations. You think that's what it is? I don't know. They probably yeah, put a contract on him <laughs> while in those last six weeks. He, he's, he's, he's in Chicago. I yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess maybe he went back. I don't know. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll include Vegas, him in. Vegas Riders. Vegas what Riders. To, uh... What happened to the head head, the old head guy? Yeah, yeah the old uh, casino head. Yeah, that's right yeah. up on, that's right under Ralph now, whatever. Right maybe. under Vincent. I'm sorry. Yeah, Vincent, right yeah. under Vincent. Anyway. I guess we'll find out before the season's over. Hopefully they'll they'll tell us or they'll let us know. They're hopefully they're hopefully hoping they will forget about it. <laughs> it, was, it was six weeks ago. Right, right, that was six weeks. Oh, I forget. You know, six weeks in television years is yeah. like seven. It's like seven years. Exactly. Right? Anyway, it's like dog years. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a soap opera. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, when you talk about the DA in the situation, you know, Ralph obviously knows something is up. Yeah. Something doesn't smell right. And they find the guy that he hired to buy the car. Yeah. Eddie Bate. Ed, Eddie, Ed, Eddie Bate, yeah. Yeah, so. But, but the DA is no longer the DA. The ADA, t- Catherine tells the DA, is like, look, you're afraid of me. You need to be afraid of me. You don't need to be afraid of, of Vince Eddie. Zavino. Of, yeah. You don't need to be afraid of him. You need to be afraid of me and what was going to happen on this side. So you're not in really a position to try to negotiate, but the feds offer him a deal. Burn, burn offers him a deal. He's always offering deals because he wants the whole enchilada. Yeah, he's like this small time sheriff town (laughs) hick thing doesn't help me. I got a federal case going on here. You go in there and you get me numbers and names and blah 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 and. 
we'll bring down the whole whatchamacallit, and we'll we'll talk about what we can do for you. And he's down to do that. Always, but you know the risk yeah. you're taking by going back in there. Now, yeah. talking about numbers, Mia's got the ledger, I guess, the, le- the skim ledger. Yeah. I remember, uh, f- uh, not Frank, <laughs> uh, Vincent gives Mia the, the skim ledger. Yeah. Now, why did he do that again? You remember why he gave it to her? Uh, I can't remember exactly why he gave it to her, but she ends up, she's taking notes. She's copying. So she's obviously going to use the information for leverage yeah. in the future because she knows she's skating on ice with this situation. She, she, she doesn't know if what Jack is saying is true about how her father was killed. And then all of a sudden she makes him the VP, her the VP of operations of the hotel. And then there's certain things are just not adding up. Mia is playing ice cold for a reason because she has to let people she has to reflect herself. She has to protect herself and she has to weed out what really went down and what's really going on. Yeah. So she has to, she can't even play. I think what she's doing is she's playing Jack to the left mm. to make, to make Vincent and everybody believe that she's not with him and they can confide in her and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, to make everybody and, feel comfortable and, and keep the status quo. And then next thing you know, she's going to be like, I loved you the whole time. I just had to try to find out what was going on and blah, blah, blah. I believed you. Predictions. For the same, you know, same, that's what same, I think. That, that is part of predictions. But I think that's in the big picture. That's not next week's prediction, but that's in the, that's in the big picture. So talking about the DA, the DA gets set up to shoot and take out the guy who kidnapped him. And he doesn't Eddie seem... Eddie yeah. yeah, he doesn't seem too... I mean, if I know if I got beat up and tied up and kidnapped, it's almost like, here's a gun. You can pop this guy. Right. You pop him. I, I, no the, questions asked. Even if you're not a killer, you're going to shoot him in the kneecap. In the shoulder or in something. The something. Yeah. He was like, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I can't just, do it. Just let him go. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, nah, yeah. I don't want to do that. Vince is looking at him like, yeah, you sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you really think. And then he says, I'm sorry. And then points the gun at Vincent and then pulls the trigger. And Click. of course, exactly. no bullets come out because Vincent already knew what time it was. Yeah. He figured out the two stories. The other, you know, they get this guy hemmed up and his story makes probably more sense. He knows that guy's telling the truth. Yeah. You know, you get in that business of lies, deceit and all that stuff and gangsterism. You know who's telling the truth and who's not. You know, especially from somebody who's a square, they don't do business on a shady level. On a level of your shade, their well, shade. I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't think that he he was a square because like he literally because like, he was, he was in jail for the past you know three years or whatever, and so he's just literally been out for a minute. You know, yeah, and so like you know, how do you really have all this time to know where everybody is and do all this? You know, like so he was right. like, just here's this cash, buy this car, right? You know, and then like I need you to plant this and then just be seen driving away from my house. Right, you know, and so like, okay, like that makes sense because right. like, where would you get all this money from? Like, how if you've been in jail for three years? Right, especially you know I mean? it was a small time dude. Yeah, it's like, not like he has some big operation. How are you he has buy a brand around? new truck? Right, like and, and that doesn't even make any any sense. You're right, you know, you're right. and then the sheriffs catch him up upstate somewhere. You know, trying to trying to trying to get some. Yeah, I mean, so a man has needs. Which is true. I mean, so, he yeah, told the so, ADA that a man has needs, yeah, and he has a right to, to you know, want to do something when you get out. You've been locked up for three years, yeah. You don't, you know, you're not subject to magazines and anything anymore. Pictures, you can get the real thing. <laughs> you know, that's his job. Imagination only goes so far. Exactly. <laughs> so I think the Dungeon and Dragons characters decide to buy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they got this guy hemmed up and, and now what I want to know is after they took care of the DA mm. and bumped him off did they let him go I don't know they I mean you you would think you would you would you would think that that that, that they would I wouldn't think that they you know 
shot him. I think that they let him go. You think they let him go? I think they let him go. Okay. That's just me. I don't know. All right. Well, I think they let him go, too, and hopefully they did. They're, I think they're not going to let us know either way because we're not supposed to care about that character anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think we have any. Do we have any news and gossip? No. We don't. <laughs> No news and gossip for this week after buzzers, Vegas people. But let's do predictions. And now, your after buzz TV predictions. So, CBS is Vegas, season one, episode 18 predictions. Nick Purdue, go. Okay. Um, well, I really think that Barry Silver is gonna gonna get gonna get whacked. Something's gonna happen, and so like they like they're gonna kill him. Really? Yeah. Because okay, when, that's a big huge prediction when, right there. When you send your your goons out to do dirt, and you know Jack was like, "I'm ready to die for my son," right? You know, or, or no, Ralph. Ralph said, I'm, "I'm ready. I'm ready to die for my for my son." Right. So it's kind of like, okay, now and then, you know, after after what he what he did to to, to Violet, if, if we think it's him, but you know, if it, he wasn't the one who physically did it, but he had someone do it or whatever, right? You know what I mean? So it's like you're walking down the path of getting whacked. So I feel that he's he's gonna get whacked. Interesting. I don't think mm-hmm. he's gonna get whacked. But if he does get whacked, you get kudos for that. My prediction for next week is I think Mia and her mom are gonna go closer mm. and that's gonna start on a path of her weeding out the situation that happened with because she's gonna now because she's gonna get close to to Vincent, mm. is gonna get privy to information. Yeah. I think Vincent might slip up and tell her some stuff and might confide in her because of their mutual disdain for Johnny. Uh, okay. And she may figure something out. Yeah. Mia finds out because she cares more about growth with her mother, with her mom, with her daughter, with Mia. And she, Mia learns some stuff because in the end, Vincent is just another guy. She's had yeah. a bunch of guys. Like she gets yeah. high rollers, guys with money. You yeah. know, that's going to be like whatever for her. Plus, yeah. he, Vincent's married. And I don't know if she even knows that yet. Aha. Uh-huh. She'll find out. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe Vince's wife comes back. Ah, uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. Vince's wife does come back. Starts slapping people around. Catches them, catches them in the act. That will be very interesting. Anyway, mm-hmm. <sighs> until next time after buzzers, I'm your host, Thaddeus <laughs> Massey. Where can they find you, Nick? All over the internet at the Nick Purdue. And you can find me on IG, better known as Instagram, and Twitter at Club Thaddeus. That's C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. And you can find me here also for Netflix original series House of Cards on Sunday at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until next time after buzzers. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.